episode 338 Andrew here tonight I'd like to talk about Uncharted because I just played Uncharted 4 and I beat it because I'm good at video games never mind the fact that I took the difficulty down to baby or what I think it's called Explorer you know the, the lowest possible difficulty setting but I still got an achievement for beating the game on the lowest possible difficulty setting, so... You know, they, they they wouldn't hand one of those out if it wasn't an impressive accomplishment. Hello, Chaos. So, I've found the um, Uncharted series uh, interesting. Uh, the first one I thought was... not bad... But I was genuinely... When I played the first Uncharted game, the second one had already come out, and I think the third one had probably already released, or at least was known to exist and was coming out. So it was a well-established franchise by the time I got around to playing the first game. When I played the first game, I came away thinking, it's not a bad game, but I'm genuinely surprised it got a sequel. Um, it does several things well. Uh, the, the characters, uh, Nathan Drake and Sully and, uh, Susan, Elena, I think her name is, uh, are all really charming characters. Lil Arch, little derivative of the action serials we're all used to, but they, they fill those roles with aplomb, and, uh, they're fun to follow through a grand obnoxious treasure hunting adventure uh it does spectacle very well it does um <clears throat> uh it both in just uh wow look at the cool ruins of ancient civilizations or whoa look at the big actiony explodey set piece kind of thing oh we're getting through here by the skin of our teeth ah does all that very well um Here's where the game fell short for me. While I found the clamoring around the environments satisfying because they were fun environments to clamber around, uh, the controls in the first Uncharted are iffy. Like, um, the direction you're pressing on the control stick, Nathan interprets as somewhat of a mild suggestion at times. You might be going, hmm, I'm standing on this uh, narrow ledge above a giant chasm. I would like to jump over to the platform instead of into the chasm because that'll get me killed. So you press towards the platform and you hit the jump button and Nathan goes, to infinity and beyond! And you're like, and what's funny is you're sitting there holding the controller, looking at the direction that Nathan just launched himself to his death, and you glance down at the controller and you can see that your left thumb is still holding the control stick in the opposite direction from which Nathan decided to jump. Because you're like, is it me? And you look at your thumb still holding onto the joystick and you're like, nope. No, I, I was definitely pushing in the other direction. I don't know why Nathan decided to die. That becomes frustrating uh, at many points throughout the adventure. Um, it's, not, it's not frequently a problem, but it happens enough to be notable. I mean, it, you know... If it happens once or twice, eh, it's a funny story, but it feels like a 99 out of 100 times Nathan will jump in the right direction, which sounds pretty good, until you realize you're going to be jumping in a desired direction 
50,000 times, you know? So, so even if you're at 1%, that's, that's still a lot. That's like 500 times he's off jumping in the wrong direction. And it's irritating. If I had a goat, it would get it. It would get that goat. My goat. My goat would be got. But I have no goat, so it just annoyed me. Lindy, hello. Uh, Chicago says, I mean, isn't baby a handicap? They make you take a nap every few minutes. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, okay, you can put the difficulty on baby mode, but we're going to treat you like one. <laughs> it's like, ah, it's nap time. Uh, that's, that's actually kind of a funny idea. Um, so the, the second uh, part of the game, other than, you know, clamoring around the environments, is the... Uh, the, the combat. Uh, nominally shooting people. Which in the first game is... Like the game itself, not bad. Like, the, the actual gunplay mechanically is fine. It's the enemy encounters in that first game that... And the way they are handled that really bogs the experience down. In the first game, nearly every single encounter, enemy encounter where you're shooting at people and they're shooting at you, you know it's coming because anytime you enter a wide open area with a bunch of chest high walls, you're like, ah, well, th that's a combat arena. They are really obvious. Which, eh. What's, which is unfortunate, but not a deal breaker, but... What is a deal breaker, for me anyway, with the first game, is you get into a combat arena and a wave of enemies come in and you shoot them and then another wave comes in and you shoot them and then another wave comes in. There are... A the, the combat encounters in the first game just have a ridiculous number of waves of enemies to the point where I, at least, genuinely thought at times that the game's scripting may have broken. Like, oh crap, is it just going to endlessly throw enemies at me? Or is there an event trigger that I'm missing? Like, like do I have to run to another part of the arena to trigger some type of checkpoint to move the game forward? Oh no, there, there's just seven waves of enemies? Oh, okay. Um... So I finished the first game, and uh, I actually remember I remembered uh, going back through the chapter select to pick up some of the treasures that I'd missed. While you're wandering around, sometimes there'll be a little glowy bit in the corner, and you're like, "Oh, it's a it's an ancient spoon," and you know you can pick up treasures. And the picking up treasures does things like it unlocks concept art in the options menu, right? It's cool. I remember. Once I completed the game, going back in, I'm going to go pick up the treasures. And I got to a point where I knew where the treasure was. I needed Nathan to jump to a particular thing, and he was just not having it. I, I could, and it wasn't even in a place where he could die. He just you know fell down and had to climb back up. And I just could not get him to jump in the direction I was pushing the control stick. And I went, I'm out! <laughs> So I genuinely came away from uh, the first Uncharted game thinking, I'm surprised this got a sequel. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's it's not offensive, but it's not very good. Again, I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't think the first Uncharted game is very good. Not bad. Just not good. Surprised it got a sequel, but a sequel. It did done got, and the sequel. I played, and the sequel's really good. Uh, I, hell, I would go so far as to say that uh, Uncharted 2 is great. I re My biggest criticism for Uncharted 2 is it overstays its welcome by maybe an hour or two. At the very end of the game, I was ready for it to be done. Which, I mean, some games way overstay their welcome. I would argue Uncharted 2 is a little long in the tooth at the end, and probably should have wrapped up an hour earlier, but, you know, that's just not the worst thing in the world. 
Uh, Chaos says best to least uncharted. Two, four, three, one. Hmm. I uh, definitely two is first. I have to think about the other order there, so I'll uh, think about that as I talk my way through this. So, uh, two was an improvement over the first one in just about every way. Um, the characters are still very arch, but still their lovable selves. And we've got uh, Chloe, who's a great addition to the cast. Elena is still there for reasons. I, I was actually surprised. I think with the sequel, I was kind of surprised to see her back. I'm like, are they making her like the love interest? Why? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, she's fine. Elena's generally the least interesting character throughout all the games. Um, but I, I, nothing wrong with her. She's just not that interesting. But they're like, oh, I'm like, okay, okay we're doing this. But the, the adventure I found a lot more interesting and satisfied. The locations more varied, the set pieces more imaginative. Uh, the controls actually work in this game. Um, they did a really nice job in the second game of designing interesting uh, climbing paths through the different environments. Um, uh, particularly in locations that aren't like mountains and ruins and stuff where you're you know clamoring all over the sides of buildings in a city uh, they did a really nice job with that um they 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 even made the combat a lot better in this game the, the combat was actually satisfying and kind of fun in this game and really one of the only major changes they made in the second game was just make more interesting combat arenas. Instead of just having big open area with a bunch of chest-high walls, you had interesting areas with different elevations and different kinds of obstacles and things to climb on and climb under and over and around and run around and, you know, beat up bad... or, well, shoot at bad guys. It, it made the combat encounters much more varied and interesting and engaging to participate in. Um... So, all in all, uh, let's see, uh, Chaos says 3 isn't bad, but it overstays its welcome and has big difficulty spikes. Chaos says, or I'm sorry, Cafe Fox is right there with you, Chaos. Found the second game's combat events more of a pain for some reason. I think, uh, I mean, I'd, I haven't replayed any of these games, so a, a lot of my experience with the previous game possibly did a lot to color my impressions of the subsequent game. And since I was so down on the combat of the first game, when they finally got rid of all of these just open arena chest-high walls, it's like, oh man, we've got an interesting place to, um, to, to run around in. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Uncharted 2, a uh, high point of the franchise, easily the best of the four I've played. I have not played the, obviously, the, the PSP one, whatever it was called, and Lost Legacy, I think it's called. Uh, haven't played that one, but I do have it, so I'd like to uh, like to play that. I, I looked at the cover and I says, is that Chloe Nadine? Cool, because Chloe's cool and haven't seen her in a while. Does she have a cameo in uh, 3? I don't even remember. Uh, and Nadine makes her appearance in 4, and she's underutilized so I'd I'd like so hopefully uh, hopefully lost legacy's good uh, but we'll get there golden abyss Vita okay Cass thank you yeah it's golden abyss that's what it was called um, then I played part three part three is garbage I hated part three it's terrible Somehow they every improvement they made to the combat in part two, they decided to unfix and just make everything worse. Oh god, the combat in three is terrible. Um, for some reason they decided now the the character the bad guys have always been particularly spongy. One of the annoying things with the uh, first game, and this continues throughout the series, is. 
bad guys take a lot of bullets more than as a player of action games, runny gunny games. Um, your your average mooks usually don't soak up damage like that. I mean, it kind of makes sense in a world where Nathan can just rest behind a chest high wall for a few seconds and whew, oh man got shot but whew, I'm okay now you know so maybe it takes uh, 10 to 12 bullets to put someone down but the problem with these games is they're right you're shooting at regular people who are trying to stay away from you because you have a gun and they have a gun so you're staying far apart so your targets are always really small so it's hard to see what the hell you're shooting at. Also, they one of the annoying things, one thing that annoys me about a lot of the combat in um, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, the Zelda games, is uh, when you smack a bokoblin, you go smack, 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 and they go, oh, and they fly backwards, and you have to chase them down, and smack, 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 and they fly backwards, and you have to chase them down. Same problem in um, in the Uncharted games. You go, bam, 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 and they go, oh, and they flinch around, and you're like, oh, okay, stand up, stand up, okay, bam, 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 oh, and they stumble around and fall over, and then they get back up, and you're like, bam, 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 and they, oh, and it's like, oh, for Christ's sake, just die. It's really annoying, and it's not fun. The combat in 3 is not fun. Uh, the 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 location encounters are are bland. Uh, actually, oh, and they introduced a full form fisticuffs mechanic in the game, and it's terrible. It barely works. It's unresponsive. It doesn't feel good. Um, they put that in there to tr to try and get kind of a barroom brawl kind because they wanted to add a. You know, not only are we getting in firefights and vehicular chases, but we want to do a classic barroom brawl, right? Fisticuffs. Ah, rawr. Cool idea. And I like what they were going for with the, um, I think it's like one button's punch, one is like a, it's either a guard or a break or something, and the other's kind of a parry. You know, it's, it's similar to how the Batman Arkham games do it. I mean, it's like the idea... But it doesn't work at all. And they also tried to repurpose that for when an enemy runs up on you or flanks you. You, you can switch to fisticuffs and it just doesn't work. I mean, at least they, they figured out that when enemies flank or run up on you, your gun is, like, useless. You, you just... You, you can't track them when they're that close. Oh, the combat and thing. But, you know, Uncharted is combat and climbing. So, how did it work out there? Uh, well, the the adventure is bad. Like, the story in Adventure is the least interesting of the three. The characters are... Our mainstays are as charming as ever, but none of the newer characters... Like, I honestly don't even remember. Other than uh, Nathan and... Sully, I, I, I don't even remember who's in the game. It's gone. I remember uh, one thing that this game does, one misstep that it does is it tries to... evoke an emotional response through the play experience, which sounds like a cool idea. Unless that emotional... Response is boredom. Or some other negative emotional response. There's a point in the game where you get lost in the desert. I have no idea how long that sequence is, but it feels like you are aimlessly wandering around lost in the desert for 15 damn minutes. And there's nothing to do. It is so unbelievably boring. And I know what they're going for. They're, they're, they're going for, well, you're in a desert. There's nothing there. It's hopeless. You don't know where you are. And I get that, but it's boring to play. I mean, the sequence is probably like two or three minutes or something, but it feels like 15. 
And there are actually several sequences somewhat similar. There's another sequence where Nathan gets drugged and he wanders around this bazaar in a hallucinogenic stupor and he's either being chased or trying to chase someone. And it's a cool idea because there's this wibbly-wobbly effect going on to, you know, uh, uh, show that he's high as a kite. But good God, that sequence goes on forever. It's so boring. And they do that several times throughout the game. I remember at some point in the game, I was like on chapter 12 or something like that. And it's like, okay, it feels like this is wrapping up. We're probably pretty close to the end. There's probably 14, 15 chapters or something like that. So I went to Netflix, Netflix uh, Game Facts. Looked up, just see how many more chapters. It's like 24. I was only halfway through the game. I was like, oh, God. I thought we were almost done, but no. No. So, uh, yeah, I hate Uncharted 3. Uncharted 3, for me, was an absolutely miserable experience of a video game. Terrible game. I hate it. I think it's terrible. So, uh, Toggin, uh, Chaos says, Uncharted 2431... Uh, I would probably, I'd put three in the end. Two in first, three at the very end. So I would swap, um, I'd swap three and one. So I'd say two, four, one, and then three. Which brings us to Uncharted 4, which I, uh, completed this afternoon. Uh, Chaos says, uh, the Young Nate section sucked. Oh, I re yeah, yeah. You know, the Young Nate sections in 4 are good. So I've kind of just wiped them out of my memory. What's interesting is um, that the, 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 the movie, when I saw the Uncharted movie, hey, do you remember that they did an Uncharted movie? It's not bad. It's like the first game. I would genuinely be surprised if they made more of them, because it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, the whole plane sequence where they're falling out of the back with a... That's from uh, the third game. That sequence is in the third game. In the movie, there's a sequence where they're stealing something at an auction and uh, they you know, turn out the lights and they steal the thing. That's from this game. That's from 4. Huh. Huh. So, um, <clears throat> so part 4. Not as good as two, but pretty golden good. It has one major drawback, which I'll get to, but I would like to focus on some positive things. I would say that for, again, we have some very arch characters, but this is the most interesting any of the characters have ever been. They're actually telling an interesting story with a theme and something to say there's character development and character growth and it's great um the characters uh the new character sam long lost brother of uh, nathan is is wonderful nathan's wonderful elena is missing throughout most of it and it feels a bit contrived but she's still she's pleasant she's just not a very interesting person <laughs> um uh, uh, the the main antagonist whose name I forget Raish or something like that. Uh, he he's really interesting bad guy. Nadine is very cool. She doesn't get a whole hell of a lot to do. There's I'll, I'll get into it in a second. There's like a if you're paying attention, there's a there's like a throwaway line of dialogue that makes her more interesting. It's like. That's interesting. We should explore that, and we will in a minute. Um, wonderful, varied locations. The, the the main the the main idea is let's go hunting for lost pirate treasure. That's classic. That's fun. So that's that's great. Uh, goes all over the place. Wonderful action sequences. Um, uh, we've got uh, the, the uh, level design is actually really impresses with. Um, they added a grapple hook and. A slide mechanic where there are some steep embankments that if you stand on them you're going to slide on your ass all the way to the ground and you might think that those are 
only used to just kind of gate off certain areas to keep you from getting places, but it's actually used as part of the puzzle design of the level layout. So you have to get a high enough vantage so that you can slide a caddy corner across the way and get to a ledge before falling off the cliff. Uh, it's actually used... I think they could have done a little bit more with it because it's usually just a traversal mechanic, but there's some interesting stuff there. The, the grappling is fun. Uh, they add... Uh, there's at least two sequences in the game where you're just driving around a Jeep, which surprisingly works really well and is fun to just kind of tool around in your Jeep. Um, that works great. Uh, the characters never shut the hell up, but they're never annoying. They're always chatting at you, but they're still never annoying. And that is, um, you know, kudos to the writers and the, uh, the, the, the actors, because usually characters who are too chatty, you're like, oh my god, shut up! <laughs> but um, it, it ends up being very charming and fun. So the characters are fun. Uh, the story's pretty good. The adventure's fun. The, I, I love the level design and the lo varied locations. Um, they do a really wonderful job of, uh, in most cases, of laying out the path around the level that you have to take. Because um, a lot of them, it isn't just, you know, you go from A and you zigzag all your way to B. A lot of times you'll wrap it like switchbacks upon itself you're like oh i have to climb up here and then down this other side and across it and then up to get the it's it's really fun layout um what else what else what else so a lot of good stuff there uh chaos says i was mad that i didn't get to kill nadine at the end of the game yeah nadine nadine just pieces out she's like <laughs> she's like screw this i'm out and, and both uh, uh they're in the the last area of the game everything's on fire it's nathan it's racer rafe or roger or whatever his name is they're squaring off against each other and she says all right guys bye and he's like you can't leave us to die and she says i'm not leaving you to die i'm just leaving die don't die i don't care i'm out bye <laughs> and you know that <laughs> It's actually kind of funny. Um, there's a there's a point in the game uh, as we're getting into the climax of the game where our where our heroes finally regroup. Uh, the 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 Drake brothers, Elena and Sully, they they finally get together and they're like, you know what? We could just go home. We didn't. We're, we're really present. It, it's a miracle we're all still alive and in one piece. Uh, bullet in Sam's arm, notwithstanding. Um, and I was like, you know what? If they actually go down to the plane and just leave, I, I will be so impressed if they're just like, you know what? It's, it's not worth it. You know, the, the, the mercenary army, they can have the pirate treasure if they can find it. Let's just go home. I, I'm tired of getting shot at. <laughs> I'm tired of falling off of cliffs. Let's let's just leave. They don't, but I, I would have been super impressed if they just leave. But Nadine pretty much does that. She says, "You know what? My uh, my entire army is gone. Pretty much. I've been betrayed a couple of times. I've been thrown off of buildings and shot at. I'm just gonna leave." I got a boat full of pirate treasure. That's probably worth several million. I don't need the entire galleon of stuff. You know, you guys, you guys fight it out in the burning ship. It's it's fine. Peace out, bros. <laughs> she's she's out. I kind of love that. Uh, Nadine is a really neat character. I love her design. I love her. Um, I love her attitude. Uh, I, I love her interactions with the various characters. Unfortunately, she only gets like three main scenes in the in the uh, in the game, and you don't really get to understand her. You, not like you do uh, Nathan and Sam. Not like you do Raish or whatever his name is. Um, She's just kind of there, and she's too interesting to not do enough interesting with. Now, 
they do have pardon me there is a throwaway line of dialogue somewhere in the game where they mention that um uh nadine inherited her mercenary army from her father it's it's something she was just saddled with. It, it, I think Nathan or someone asked. It's like how the hell did she get into this business? He says, "Well, she inherited it from her father. Doesn't even want it, but that's what she has." You know, I'm like, that's interesting. That colors her character in an interesting way, and that actually thematically fits with the entire game. And it's amazing that they didn't bring that in there, because uh, both the the Drake brothers, their whole thing is trying to live up to the legacy of their family pick up where their forebears left off they feel they have to continue on that legacy of you know essentially discovery and treasure hunting race the same way he's a guy who uh inherited his father's wealth but wants people but wants to make something of himself he can just buy anything he wants but he wants to actually do something real do something him, himself he wants to discover a lost treasure not just buy stuff so all the all three of these guys are trying to escape the shadow of their fathers or mothers or whoever so to speak and you find out through an incidental line of dialogue that nadine is exactly the same way you know, she's also trying to strike out on her own, but gets saddled under the pressure of familial obligation when her father saddles her with his mercenary army that she kind of feels obligated to lead. Unfortunately, they don't really do much. I'm, hopefully, we'll we'll get to uh, experience more of her character in the uh, the, the Lost Legacy game. Um, but I, I I felt that was a missed opportunity. Especially since she's just such an interesting character with a super cool design that really could have, you know, tied into the entire thematic framework that this game is working under. Um, so, now that I've licked this game's butt enough, um, the combat. The combat in this game is bad. Very bad. The combat sections in this game are miserable to play through. It's why about 70 some percent of, in the last quarter of the game I just dropped the difficulty down from whatever the default is to the lowest difficulty setting because I was tired of dealing I just wanted to tank through just run through shoot people just just get through that crap because I hated it every time a combat every time I was in a combat se section of the game I wanted to stop playing that's how bad the combat is in 4. It is unbelievably terrible. Um, I'd have to go back and do a direct comparison, but it may be even worse than 3. Uh, one of the things that I think contributes to the combat being so bad is the animation in this game is so good, so detailed, so slavishly realistic. I love the way Nathan, uh, you can control the angle of his hand as he reaches for different handholds while he's climbing. I love the way he switches his feet and shifts his weight. Oh my gosh, the animation is just amazing to behold. It's not exactly the most realistic thing, but they, they do so much that it, it's, it's, really, it, it's really stunning to behold. Where this becomes a problem... It's in the combat sections. Rock climbing is a fairly slow-paced and deliberate action. Gunplay is not. And because Nathan and his friends are so... over-animated, if you will, 
it's one of those things where y- you know how in games when you're when you're playing old 2D games, you're walking along and you let go of the control stick and you stop. You just stop. In some of the more modern games, your later Uncharted's, the the uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, right? Um, uh, the the Last of Us Part Two. Your characters. They're like, oh, it's unrealistic to just walk, 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 and immediately stop on a dime. No, we, we've got to stop and slow down and then settle. We're going to turn around we don't just boop, right? We're like, okay, step forward and we'll turn around and do that, right? And what that means is it's like, okay, I want to be here. I want to be like, oh, I'm going to hide behind the couch so I can pew, 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 right? So you walk over here and you're like, okay, slow down. Oh, shit, I'm, I'm too far out. Let's, let's spin, spin around. It's like, whoop, shit, I missed it, I missed it. Okay. Uh, oh, no, no, damn it, I'm, I'm, I'm crouching behind the wrong part. Disengage, okay. Okay, here we go. I'm vaulting over, no! That's not what I intended to do. That's what happens in this game. You constantly walk past things. It is an absolute gall dern heckish nightmare to get Nathan all the while 15 people are shooting at him. It's like, I would like to crouch right here behind. And you're like, you crouch here, or you crouch here, or you end up vaulting over the goddamn thing. And it's like, oh. Or you're crouched behind something, and someone runs up on you, and it's like, okay, Get off the wall. Get off the wall, Nathan. Turn around. Get get over back over here. Oh, God, it is such a pain in the ass. Also, this game does an absolutely horrible job of indicating where the biscuits someone is shooting you from. Like, it's like, I'm like, okay, I, I can't find whoever the hell is shooting me. Uh, finding enemies is really damn difficult because they're small and they're usually pretty far away. And they also do this thing where they spawn in. The game cheats. You can spend as much time as you want sneaking around and marking the spots of all the enemies, but as soon as you get into a fight, they're going to start spawning enemies in. And you're like getting shot in the and like, where am I getting shot from? Is there someone behind me? How did you spawn someone in behind me? That's not fair! Shenanigans, I say! <sighs> the animation is still impressive. Don't get me wrong, I, I am impressed by the way these characters move and interact with their environment. It's, 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 it is, you know, if I had, um, you know, the artist's hands, I would shake them, then I'd probably be arrested for having a bunch of disembodied artist hands in my house. That's really weird and creepy, but, um, but, oh god, the combat's terrible. Uh, and the fisticuffs are terrible. Uh, it, 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 it never feels like you're actually, it's too choreographed and the animations are too long and elaborate and involved and pre-canned to the point where it feels unresponsive. It doesn't... You're like, okay, I need to throw a punch, so I'm just going to hammer on the the punch button. Oh, I'm being grappled, so I'm going to hammer on the anti-grapple button. And it never feels like it's actually... You don't know which of those press, presses actually did something. You, it sucks. It... It's... The rest of the game is genuinely good it's a shame the combat is so unbelievably awful and it is utterly miserable for me anyway uh i watched uh, and read a couple of reviews this afternoon and no one seemed to have the problems to the extent that i did um so uh, you know once we got towards the end of the game i said you know what i i'm just turning the turning the difficulty down to baby mode or whatever and I'm just going to just walk up on people and start shooting. I'm just going to tank all the damage and just walk through here and shoot people because I'm, I'm tired of dealing with this. Uh, one neat thing is the game does allow you 
pretty well to stealth it. You know, you, you can, you know, sidle around on ledges and reach up and grab people and throw them off. And you can hide in the tall grass and pull people in. And you can actually clear out entire areas that way. But if you start a gunfight, I don't... It doesn't matter if you counted how many enemies are keeping track of them. They're going to spawn more in. You can actually end it early by just stealthing, you know, going ninja mode the entire time. You can do that, and that can be satisfying, but... Oh, I hate the combat in this game so, so much. Uh, the last third of the game, once you get to the last main island, is too long. It just drags. It just goes on and on and on and on. And the, the area is way too similar. The front of the game does, does a really nice job of breaking it up and having you in different places in each chapter, but... Like, the last six chapters of the game are all the island jungle, and it's, it's it, it gets very samey and just drags out too long. Uh, the game has kind of a fun... You know, we're, we're playing cat and mouse with a, with a centuries-long dead pirate to find his hidden treasure. You're like, oh, is it here? And it's like, haha, you found this, but I didn't leave my treasure here. I left it somewhere else. Baha, oh, where did he move it to? Aha, we need to go to Madagascar. Aha, let's go, let's go. You know, that's fun. And to complicate that, you're racing against, you know, you have a rival who you're racing against. Rival with guns. Um, I do love how the fact that it's like, um, in in the first three games, one of the complaints is like, "Wow, Nathan kills a lot of people." <laughs> it's like, where are all these bad guys coming from? How how many henchmen did this guy manage to hire? In this game, they 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 address that. They're like, "She has an army. She has an entire army. It's a full army." And you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, we 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 sure done did kill a lot of people. <laughs> um. I think, um, also the game makes you play Crash Bandicoot. It makes you play Crash Bandicoot. Do you want to play Crash Bandicoot? Bandit Bandicoot. Do you want to play Crash Bandicoot? I don't want to play Crash Bandicoot. That game sucks. But the game, but Uncharted 4 doesn't care. You're gonna play Crash Bandicoot. Oh... Oh, you think you're going to be cute and just jump in the hole? No. No, man. you got to make it to the end of the stage. You're going to play Crash Bandicoot until you make it to the end of the stage. I know you just paid 60 bucks or whatever for... Actually, I paid, you know, $300 for that. It came with the PS4. Um, <clears throat> oh, they do that twice. You have to play Crash Bandicoot again at the end of the game to kick off the epilogue. Now, that said... There are uh, two or three chase sequences in the game that do the whole running towards the camera thing as something's chasing you, like a truck with a machine gun or something like that. And that's very clearly an homage to Crash Bandicoot. That's clever. I like that. I still don't think you need to force me to play Crash Bandicoot. I mean, it's... The sequence... Narratively, it's appropriate, it's funny, it's cute, but I don't want to play Crash Bandicoot. I really, really do not want to play it. Please don't make me play this game anymore. Just just, just let me throw in the towel and move on with the game I actually want to play, please. I think the game could have done a better job of... Um, Explaining why Nathan lies to his wife and goes off on an adventure without her. They do actually eventually explain it in a fairly understandable and satisfying way, but I think they could have been a, done a better job up front as to why he feels he needs to lie to uh, Elena. That didn't work for me. Even the other characters are like, dude, what, what's wrong with you? And that doesn't feel like a reveal thing, right? I, I don't know. Um, also, the uh, game's seven years old or something like that. Do I want to spoil the epilogue? Uh, in the epilogue, 
Elena and Nate, it's revealed that they've been keeping certain information from a certain other character. Why? I don't know. Seems weird. That didn't play for me. Overall, I like the epilogue. You know. I like it when... I like happy endings. You know. Everyone's alive and everyone's happy and doing well. I like that. That makes me happy. So, um... So the combat's terrible, but other than that, uh, but pr pretty uh, pretty fun game. I'm looking forward to playing uh, the adventures of uh, Chloe and Nadine. Um, Lost Legacy, I think it's called. Oh, and I actually just bought a uh, bought a new game. Bought a new game. Uh. <clears throat> Been trying to pick this up for actually quite a while. Look what I got. Heavenly Sword. It, it's it's one of the earlier PS3 games. Uh, one of the one of the earlier narrative heavy games with a lot of motion capture performance. Andy Serkis is in this, but it, this has always looked fun to me. So I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, does it suck? Because this didn't did there were no more. They didn't do a Heavenly Sword two as far as I'm aware. Um, but looking forward to trying this out at some point. Uh, <clears throat> There's a, there are a couple older games, uh, PS3 games that I have that I keep my eye on, my eye out for to see if they're ever available. So, yeah, Cafe Fox. You know what I like? A series that has a solid end and doesn't continue on forever. <laughs> well, uh, they haven't done a new Uncharted in a while, so. Um... I think my point is Tomb Raider is better than Uncharted is, is really what I'm trying to say here. Uh, Cafe Fox says, Heavenly Sword is really good, but there are some jank moments. Early PS3, yeah, that, that's that's not too surprising. Um, <clears throat> you know, Asura's Wrath is another game that I, I, I would like to... It's, a, it's another PS3 game that's just weird. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not, but it, it's one of those games that's just weird enough to be interesting. But, I mean really hard to find now. It's out of print. Yeah, you can probably find it used, I suppose, but uh, you know, if you want it new, you're, you're probably going to be paying 90 bucks or something like that. That's another one I keep my eye out, on, my eye out for. Um, <clears throat> uh, I could go for some more Tomb Raider. I mean, there's a bunch of those games, but, uh, you know, it's been a while since uh, what was the last one, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which I really quite liked. Um, which is interesting because... <laughs> Lara Croft is the worst. <laughs> she's... <laughs> oh God, she's she's such a horrible person. It's actually kind of funny. Um, the the weird thing about uh, some of the Crystal Dynamics uh, Lara Croft games, especially in the the latter three, and particularly Shadow of the Tomb Raider, is I don't think Crystal Dynamics really is grokking how terrible a human being Lara Croft is. <laughs> she's just awful. Um, <clears throat> but there are moments in Shadow of the Tomb Raider that I I think um, I think would be a good direction for the series overall. My favorite bit in um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is is at some point she gets to a village of peoples who live in the village out in the middle of nowhere, and you know it's a very agricultural farmy village way out in the middle of the jungle kind of thing and uh <clears throat> and she goes out there and the, the structure of the game at that point is primarily talk to the people in town find out what they need and then go venture off into the jungle to do stuff and one of the th my favorite event is uh, you're actually in a different place. You're you're in a, a like a church town, not that village, but you're in another place, and you find that some hiking, uh, some spelunker, was spelunking and hadn't come back. So Lara is tasked with figure out where the hell she went, find her, and save her. So you f track her down to this. Uh, 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 crypt cave system thing and you get down there and you find her at the bottom and she's broken her leg 
So now you have to find not only a way to get back out, but a way to get her out. I'm like, that's it. That's who Lara Croft should be. She, she should be like a mountain rescue person. That was my favorite quest in the entire game. You know, finding a lost spelunker and then figuring out how the hell to get her out of the cave system she was, you know, held up, uh, she was broken-legged at the bottom. And it was great. It, it makes, it, it allows you to uh, explore neat places, find cool crypts, uh, but it, it also makes you not an asshole. <laughs> you know? I mean, it is called Tomb Raider. She's a raider of tombs. Unless you're talking about the, the first Tomb Raider, or, well, the, the, the first Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider from, like, 2013 or somewhere around there, where there were no tombs to raid. And then in the second game, the Crystal Dynamics was like, wait, wait, wait. You telling me... No, no, seriously. You telling me that you want tombs to raid in your Tomb Raider game? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're telling me? Okay, tell you what. So they make the sequel, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. And they put in optional tombs that you can raid if you really want to, you Tomb Raider, you. <laughs> Weird as... Shadow of the Tomb Raider actually has plenty of tomb raiding in it. It took them three games to figure out that the Tomb Raider should raid tombs. Um, but I love the idea of she's just kind of wandering around in the village, and the, the village is like, hey, uh, part of our culture and heritage is this long-lost uh, relic in this long-lost uh, tomb. Hey, Miss Raider, uh, could you find it for us? And she'd be like, "That's I live for this stuff. So she, so I like the idea of her raiding tombs on behalf of the people who actually own it, so to speak. Who, whom the tomb is part of their legacy. Right? That's a lot more palatable and makes her a much more interesting character. And I loved those bits in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And I think that's a much more interesting direction than... Uh, Laura just gets people killed wherever she goes because she just keeps unleashing monsters or disasters because she <laughs> and she never learns. So they're up. Oh, it's like uh, maybe maybe I should leave the relic where it is. The last time I just flooded an entire uh, entire city, and, and there's like a oh, there's a you see children die in that sequence. It's like oh my god. And she's like, no, we have to keep going. It's like, no, stop, Laura. <laughs> you're, you're just making it worse. I don't know why Jonah gets in a plane with... I think she's crashed like three times. <laughs> it's like, hell no, Laura. I'm not getting in a plane with you. No boats, no planes, no trucks. Every goddamn time we get in a moving vehicle, it crashes. Someone shoots at us, or it blows up. No, Lauren. I don't even know why we're friends. Uh, she locks her own butler in her freezer. I don't, I don't remember that. Um... <clears throat> But you know what? The, the combat, out of place though it arguably may be, works a lot better in Tomb Raider than it does in um, um, Unchar Uncharted. And still, my favorite part of the first Tomb Raider, not uh, the, the first Crystal Dynamics one from 2012, 13, 14, whatever the hell it came out, um, <clears throat> is towards the end of the game. So it, it starts out, Lara is on a ship, and the ship breaks in half. It, it just titanics itself. She washes up on shore, and then she falls in a hole, and she gets, like, impaled on a piece of rebar or a stick or something like that. And she escapes a, a building collapse, and so she's, you know, uh, naked and afraid. Well, she's not naked, but, you know, she's cold and afraid, and, you know, so she builds herself a bow, and she hunts a deer, and she eats its deer meat, and she makes a fire, and, you know, uh, and then she trapes across the island and there's a, some paramilitary thingy there who are going to start Armageddon by like they kidnapped her friend Amy or something and they're gonna like 
bring in the soul of Mel Bulger. I don't remember what happened in the game, but as she um, proceeds through the game, she becomes more confident, more lethal. You know, she feels really bad the first time she kills someone, and then she's like, ah, this ain't no big thing. <laughs> to by the end of the game, she, she's got a knife, she's got her uh, bow, she's, she's got guns, uh, she's got plenty of jump out from the shadows and snap your neck kind of moves. Um, to the point where at, uh, towards the very end of the game, um, she, uh, she gets like a, 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 an RPG or something like that, and you hear one of the bad guys yell, Oh shit, she has an RPG! Run! And Laura yells out something along the lines of, That's right! You all, you, I'm, uh, she's like, That's right, run! I'm coming for you all! So fucking funny. I love that. <laughs> She's like, that's right, you assholes. You better run. I'm coming for you all. It's like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> ah, Laura Croft and Nathan Drake. <laughs> Mass murderers. Ah, Ronan, haven't seen you in a while. Hey, says, I actually find it refreshing to play as an unrepentant psychopath. <laughs> you know... The, the, the funny thing is, is, um, say what you will about, at least with The Last of Us, the game understands what these people are. That Joel and Ellie are just really awful people. Uh, Ellie, I'll, I'll cut some slack in the first game, but by the second game, she's just a terrible person. <laughs> um, and she, I love that game because she gets exactly what she deserves. I really loved The Last of Us Part 2. Well, I love talking about The Last of Us 2 more than I do actually playing it, but um, very narratively interesting. Really looking forward to seeing how they handle it with the, the uh, HBO show. Um, <clears throat> but uh, a lot of times you'll be playing characters like uh, you know Nathan Drake and uh, Lara Croft, and as uh, Ronan uh, so appropriately put it, they are unrepentant psychopaths. <laughs> They're just mowing through people for artifacts that don't belong to them. They're, they are tomb raiders, grave robbers, thieves. <laughs> you know, this shit ain't theirs. And that's fine, because it's a fantasy adventure, it's a video game, it's okay. But the games, at least in the early in the earlier games, the companies that made them are, um, uh, you know, Crystal Dynamics and um, or Square Enix. If you go further back, was it Square Enix or no IDOS? IDOS. Well, maybe Square Enix published it, it but it was IDOS from the earlier games. Uh, Naughty Dog with the, uh, the the Uncharted series. It took them a few games to go. Oh, you know what, uh, gamers? Uh, now that you point it out, our characters are. <laughs> they they sure they sure do murder a lot, <laughs> you know, and uh, they have no problem just icing. People. It's like I mean, you're, they're they're shooting at me. What do you want me to do? It's like stop stealing shit. And they'll they'll stop shooting at you. Yeah, you know. Ron says, "Yeah, it's been a while. I had to move, so I've been pretty busy." Oh, okay. Well, I hope I hope you managed to move somewhere that's uh, a little bit cooler than it, it is. A lot of places in this country. <clears throat> and around the world, actually. Huh. It's 8 o'clock. I managed to talk about Uncharted 4 for an hour. You know, I, I was thinking, um, I don't have anything to talk about. Um, it's just Uncharted 4. I'm like, ah, you know what? I... I usually pretty good about rambling for a long, long time about nothing, so, and yeah, managed to fill the entire podcast with nothing but Uncharted 4. So, in conclusion, uh, Uncharted 4's combat is unbelievably terrible and uh, absolutely miserable to play, but the rest of the game, pretty gall darn good. So, looking forward to uh, <clears throat> playing Lost Legacy at some point. So, uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me. Um, uh, let's see, are we still... Yeah, it's still July, so tomorrow, Sunday stream, we'll be playing some more uh, Trails in the Sky. I need to cut my hair. It's getting kind of long there. Um, 
I think we're in the middle of a dungeon. Yeah, it's that dungeon that's off the uh, the 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 mains road. So we're we're in the middle of the dungeon. So we'll uh, we'll pick that up tomorrow. So, all right, that that is it for me. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed, and uh, hope to see you tomorrow for the uh, Sunday stream. Until then, friends, take care. Bye bye.